Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees. The multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're having a great day uh, wherever you are. Uh, thank you for your support on my podcast. There were plenty of listeners yesterday and I am so grateful to your support. Uh, back in the woods as usual. It's a beautiful day. Uh, it's not raining. There's still mosquitoes, though. Goodness, that's a lot of mosquitoes. And they like me. (laughs) I don't know why. They're racially profiling me. Oh, my goodness. What a joke that is. Anyway, today we're going to do something that connects to, uh, uh, you know, profiling. And it's called affirmative action. Okay. Uh, recently, we heard in the United States that there was uh, a bill where affirmative action was um, annulled. Um, there was a law that was taken away that was annulled in the Supreme Court. So let's start with the um, meaning of affirmative action. So a policy or a program that seeks to redress past discrimination through active measures to ensure equal opportunity as in education and employment. A policy of making active efforts to improve the employment or educational opportunities available to members of educational um, or educational opportunities available to members of a minority group or women achieved by employees by employers or schools by using various techniques, but excluding the use of simple quotas um, and outright discrimination against uh, certain members of society. Uh, So basically, you will have different segregated groups. Yesterday we talked about segregation. Um, There are segregated groups, some high status, some low status, economics, ideo- ideological, whatever reason. And uh, these groups sometimes are uh, discriminated against or isolated from society. And to bring them up to power, we need special quotas. In the United States, it's called affirmative action, where historically members of African, citizens of African American descent have been discriminated against, segregated, uh, used as slaves, and that has caused a huge, huge problem in society. In order to bring it up to date, there was a special law created called the Affirmative Action Law, and that law meant that you could, um, certain quotas were kept for members of the African-American classes of society. Um, uh, In education, uh, universities, and other sectors of life. Now, look, for its time, it was good. I agree with it. And for its time. However, you cannot have the same program for every generation because um, life changes, status goes into society changes, economics change, 
ideology, ideological interpretations change. Um, society is different. It evolves. The uh, the makeup of society evolves. It's immigration. Um, different, different aspects components in the equation will change because one thing is constant in life is change change is the only constant in life we are always changing we are always evolving because we are currents and waves Uh, if you do not evolve your society your programs your economics your education you will be redundant and that's why religion has become redundant because they think that once god has come so it always has to be god it always has to be that way of life as in 2000 years ago 3000 years ago 4000 years ago it doesn't evolve and we have become a redundant society uh, because we live as per laws you know 1400 years ago 2000 years ago we don't need that and these also these religions have kept people back in the name of God. So believing God, they say, God wants us to do this. God wants to do, do that. God does not want us to go there. God does not want to get certain education. God doesn't want girls to go out. And so people have been kept back in society specifically because of these religions. Now you're keeping them back in society and then you're asking them for affirmative action. So that by itself is really wrong. In any case, as we are in society today, we have certain sections in the American society that are, that are kept behind, even in Canadian society. Uh, the natives of Canada have been really, really kept behind. And in the United, and in the United States, you have natives. Also, you have um, people of African descent. Okay? I don't like using the word color. Um, because it's really uh, uh, discriminatory in my opinion. Um, uh, For its time, the law was okay. As we come to now, this law is self-discriminatory and is redundant. What it does for you, it racially profiles someone. Okay, So you're racially profiling someone as a particular class of society, depending on your color, depending on your economics, depending on your ideology, you're racially profiling someone, okay? This is affirmative action. So it's, like I said yesterday, you have affirmative, uh, positive racial profiling, negative uh, racial profiling. So this becomes under positive racial profiling. But if it's stagnant and it doesn't move, then it becomes redundant and becomes negative affirmative action so it's sort of like a sinking hole where it swallows itself so in order to maintain this affirmative action people will attach it politicians will attach themselves to it and and spew out um, ideology say oh we are for affirmative action we want affirmative action Uh, blacks are race blacks have been um, kept back so they force you to believe in a narrative of victimhood of negativity of segregation that you're different from the person at, at the side of you they'll feed you this negative narrative to keep you back 
And the more you they keep you back, the more they need the affirmative action. The more they need the affirmative actions, these politicians get votes. And when they get votes, someone will get money. Okay? So it's all about power and money. And that's how it works. So not only now you're segregating society, you are uh, creating divisions Uh, ideological divisions in society, political divisions in society. You're racially profiling some people. Uh, You're also uh, creating a narrative, a negative narrative. You're creating negative reinforcement. So in order for people to to, um, rise up up the status quo with the content of their character and their force and their knowledge and... um, Um, evolution of their intellect now they are uh, thinking on the reverse a negative narrative they're forced to think negative and forced to think oh they are weak they are victims Um, they're not able to get certain stuff in society they're not able to go forward the system is stacked against them they're never going to get anywhere so they go backwards and they go back and they go back and they regrade and as a result of this they're not only not going to get any education even if they get certain quotas um, they're not going to pass with full colors of it with um, full use of their intellect or their knowledge or their skill set because they are always on this negative reinforcement platform thinking that they're less qualified or less um, the color of the skin whatever way will negate their actions so they might as well use the color of their skin to segregate and ask for more and more goodies and goodies and goodies and live off you know hands outs of society uh, whether it's affirmative handouts positive handouts even if you're getting a golden globe and you you get an oscar people say i will only vote for a black person because they've ingrained in their psychic that because they're black they're always um, repressed in society they're always um, isolated uh, children of a lesser god and so they have to vote only along color lines and so this is this is counterproductive and it's not helping it segregates society even more now like i said for its time when the law was signed it was okay when the law is not signed now society is more equal than ever was before okay and you have to go forward okay um you don't have to go backwards also there are different other groups in society uh, right off the bat that we segregate people on the basis of their culture, identity, col- um, color, place of religion, uh, religion, uh, economics. It is insulting to the core. We are all the same cosmos, same currents and waves. It's your currents that form the waves. You will go down and you will come up. If you don't teach the child that you, your sun is going to rise, for it to set and it will set for it to rise um, that it's your you have to use those currents to empower yourself with knowledge with uh, uh, with um, introspection and you can change the status quo you're always changing the color of your skin doesn't um, matter at all you have to keep yourself on a positive balance um, and and join those dots and then go forward 
but they're not teaching them that they're teaching them negativity and so society is going backwards instead of going forward uh it's not helping at all it's not helping the majority class it's not helping the minority class and then you have this divide this racial divide minority versus majority versus uh color versus religion now you have every time you have something the muslims will put their finger in oh well we are the, then the trans will have then this identity crisis oh my god it is negated it is disgusting um you can still have uh affirmative action um because there there's still sections of society that are kept behind are lagging behind and that could be on the basis of that could be on the basis of economics i mean if you're poor you can uh they should have programs for that or they still can have programs for economically uh you know less privileged sectors of society uh for african americans if they want because this this group has really been um you know damaged um but not for those who've come in the last 50 years i mean these new immigrants coming nowadays from nigeria and ghana and things like that uh immigrants coming from africa who've been here for over 100 years and more that means they've been here during the civil war and um you know civil rights movements and things like that so yes uh but on economic basis okay that means if you're well off you're not getting a a seat point number 1 and point number 2 uh if you have i would say if one generation has already gone to college uh then you won't get it you will get it only if there's no one in your in your family uh for three generations and behind who has never gone to university so say my grandmother my mother never went to university i want to go to university i come from a economically backward class or should i say yeah, not well of class then possibilities are i could you know apply for a reserve seat uh so it it will be offered to a very small section of society and also to native americans who have been really kept behind on purpose so that they do not rise up above the status quo and challenge the state of the united states of america for the theft of their land basically uh similarly in canada native americans have been kept behind so they would need particular privileges based on economics based on the fact that uh, you know if no one has ever gone to college before in their family then yes they could have affirmative action but on a more li- limited level than what it is right now in my opinion this is my opinion so that's affirmative action it is important that we're talking about this because like i said this leads to profiling racial profiling ethnic profiling and it is used misused and abused by politicians uh ideologues ethnic communities um and so on and so forth and uh, it's a gravy train and it has to be addressed in order to have a more egalitarian society and to form a society based on the on the on their character rather than the color of their skin uh so build up your character build up your knowledge set your skill set and based on that on your capacity um yes you will go forward now that's one there's another reason i'm talking to you is that we have the same problem in india we have reservations 
what happens to those reservations? People are constantly labeling their their segments of society as backward Dalit. They will never rise above the status quo. They keep it because they get free education. They keep it because they don't have to pay tax. They keep it because they have to live, they, they get free resources from the state and they're constantly producing children who will remain in the same mindset and they will not evolve they will not invest in the content of their character rather than the color of their skin or their community and on top of that this lie that is being proposed uh, that caste is indian caste system there was never a caste system so to give um give out reservations on the base of your caste is absolute lie proposed by a Marxist state in alliance with the relics of Christian and Islamic empires to keep India backward and to blame India for all their um, silent genocides that have been happening in the country to keep pounding India to take over a land and her civilization and colonize it as their own, rebrand it as their own, uh, while you know the Vedic civilization will slowly die away and they will be labeled as savages in the future. And the only time you get to see them is in some museum somewhere. So that is what reservation is doing to do. It's a silent killer. It's an illusion given uh, to form a narrative in your mind, to degrade you, to segregate you, to racially profile you, to keep you uh, permanently in, in, in uh, voting blocks. So you, you go and, and, and get these reservations. Then you produce more children who will remain backward, who will remain ignorant and who will keep asking for reservations generation after generation they will never get away from it and here we go this is the problem so these reservations for caste for dalits for uh, obc or i don't know what's it called a backward class schedule class it's all a humbug it's a gravy train and a scam okay do we need it yes we do okay in the form of economics in the form so um you know like the 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 prime minister has the prime minister has yojanas which work on economics um you can have um based on economics if one generation has not had reservations for schooling or for universities there's no educated person in your house uh, there is no educated person in your in your village or whatever your family yes you can get it for one or two generations maximum because that's how long it takes to get out of the cycle so one or two generations if no one has gone to university then you can get special reservation if someone has gone to university more than two generations you won't get any more reservations again uh, you have to work and find that skill set, develop that skill set and move forward. So that is what I would go on an economic level. Just because someone's, you don't, if you have money, I'm sorry, you're not going to get special 
a reservation. So that reservation system is the same thing as affirmative action in, in the United States. I would, I would take it off. But no one's going to attack it because now it's become a political issue. So anyone, all these vote banks of the minorities, okay, these Christian minorities, Islamic minorities, oh my God, Sikh minorities, and a whole lot of minorities. Everyone is a minority nowadays because they get these reservations, they get these quotas, and people who are actually working hard paying taxes, 4% of the people of the middle class paying the taxes, they don't get anything. They have to work it out and, and strive for extra you know, to pay bills and stuff like that because they're neither rich, neither poor. So they're in between and they're paying for the country and this is wrong, completely wrong. Um, having said that, um, um, yes, so it's a political topic. No one will touch it because of the simple fact that if they do touch it, all the minorities will go the opposite direction. No one will vote for them because they'll say, oh, we're getting free stuff and the government is taking it away from us. So they will say, oh, how can the government take it away? He's against minorities, the government's this. So no one's going to take it. So India's going to sink like a sinkhole slowly by slowly. What the government's doing first, it was now is, is a good thing. By bringing the UCC in, it will equalize the playing field in a lot of sectors for a lot of people. That means if you divorce your spouse, you will still get um, uh, money from your spouse. If you have, uh, if you go to court, you have same rights as the as the person next to you, uh, and that would equalize the playing field for a lot of people. After a couple of years of that equalized play. A playing field then you can get it out now people have equal rights um, and people will not have to say well I'm I will have not no reason to say well I'm from this class that class uh, lower class high class because the government is equalizing it for you you're getting these yojanas all about the place um, and from there from there what you do is then on the next step, then you change these reservations to uh, some type of economic action or benefit for people, on, uh, for, for students and uh, people out of economic, uh, dis in economic distress levels and not on the basis of your identity, your racial profile, your ethnic profile, your religious profile. That is segregation of society. Um, it's a narrative that's an ideological, an illusion, a segregation of society that's an illusion. That is not a reality because in reality, we are all the same. We walk the same streets, we eat the same food. That is not the reality. It's just a perception of your mind, an illusion that's given to you to form a gravy train. And so that certain groups, people controlling your ethnic, your, your ethnicity will get money, will get power. And when they get power, they're rich while you remain on the vote back plantation. And so that is important to understand. So once the UCC comes around and it works, it will take a while to set in. Once it works, of course, you'll have Rahul Gandhi and his gang of goons trying to do everything to, to stop it. Once the UCC comes in, 
then after a couple of years, you can change and adapt the quota system into an economic um, uh, reservation system for economic programs for uh, for economic programs for educational programs and get out this segregation racial profiling of society finally have a more balanced society egalitarian society and well these labels will come off and we will work on the basis of the content of our character and not uh, the color of our skin or our ethnic and racial profiling and uh, ethnicities that is very very important so i hope um i made myself a little clear i understand sometimes i go around the bush and people don't understand and i've got these comebacks i understand i apologize but in my mind it makes sense so i'm trying to you know give it as i see it over here so on that note i let you go i thank you for listening to me again uh today's topic was affirmative action um and i hope you can take this and take it to your families, take it to your groups, take it to your social media groups, have that conversation. Uh, look at different points of view, how you can work on it, how you can stop racial profiling from your side and, and contribute to reducing um, you know, the, the, the output, the um, uh, racial profiling, ethnic profiling, uh, all these affirmative actions, these castes uh, and these class and these um, cast and class uh, distinctions and reservations by helping people yourself by going having mentoring people uh, pl- uh, low class societies mentoring one person can mentor one uh, one another low class person keep mentoring them the more as as you mentor them because economic money is not going to help they need mentors people to talk to people to discuss people to exchange um, and so they need that. They need mentors. And once you can mentor people, um, slowly by slowly, they will get out of that mindset. And a generation or two later, they will rise up the status quo. We will be more egalitarian. But they need that help. So you can change the status quo, not just by, by having this conversation and, and contributing to a better society. Once you do that, over time, we will change, we will evolve. And we can take matters in our own hands and have a more balanced India and hopefully better society for the generations to come. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing my podcast. Thank you, more importantly, for having a conversation with at least five people. Ask them to ask, have it with another five people and ask them to have it with another five people also. On that note, thank you. Cheers. Stay safe. God bless. Till we, see again, till we meet again.